Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. I hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Tuesday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host, as per usual, Azrin, the language nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazrin. That is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social media platform is. So again, that is spelled A-Z or Z-R-E-N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I am very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. I'm very curious to see how this podcast episode turns out. Today, on this Tuesday afternoon, I am in a much calmer mood and a much more mellow mood compared to usual. Often, when I record these podcast episodes, I am in a high-energy mood, or I have some a couple of different thoughts on my mind that I really want to talk about, or I have some language learning advice that I think can benefit, can really deeply benefit the audience, and I'm excited or passionate, I'm very eager to share whatever is on my mind. But I'll be honest, today, pretty mellow, pretty calm. I'm having a very relaxed kind of day. I've been home with my sister today. Today we had um, we had a new lady come over to the house who's potentially going to be working with my sister. So for those of you who don't know, my sister is uh, mentally disabled. And so she has, uh, she's 24 years old, but mentally, her mental development is basically at the same level as someone who is about, let's say two years old, give or take. And so she has different uh, ladies that will work with her and take her to different activities, such as going drumming. She has a drum program for uh, disabled people. She goes to a swim program. She goes to various different programs for disabled people. And today we had a lady who uh, who came in and she's potentially going to be working working with my with my sister. And so um, basically today I spent the, the first few hours of the day with her. And then the rest of the day, I'm actually watching my sister until the evening. We don't really have any programs or anything going on for her today. So very relaxed kind of day. Um, just feeding my sister, spending time with her, things like that, getting her ready and, you know, going and making sure she's occupied for the day and things like that. And so today I'm in a much more mellow kind of mood. That being said, there are still a couple of things that I wanted to share. Some of them are just personal life updates, a couple of little anecdotes, I suppose you could say. And then some of them obviously are related to language learning. The first thing that's on my mind today has to do with how attentive we are when we are listening to another language. There's a lot of us when we are listening to another language, especially a foreign language, a language we are trying to learn, we are just attentive enough to understand what we heard. Meaning someone says something to us and we, if we understand it, we are happy. Now, there's obviously a lot of positives to this. This means that if that's the primary way that you're listening, then hopefully if you've done enough study and hopefully if this person spoke clearly enough and hopefully if you've done enough practice, you know, if that's the primary goal, that's gonna be good. You'll be able to understand what people are saying. And this is generally speaking, probably the most logical thing you should be listening for when you're listening to someone speak. Did you understand what they said? makes a lot of logical sense. We don't have to go dig very far into it. However, I, I do want to make an interesting point. 
For many language learners, it can be a really good idea to try and push yourself past simply listening for understanding, listening for the, did you catch the general gist of what they said? I actually challenge many of you to push yourself past that. Because some of you, for some people, for some language learners, this is a limiting factor. I can give myself as an example. Earlier, I was listening to a podcast in Gujarati. So Gujarati is the is a language from India. It is a language that my family speaks. It is their mother tongue. And it is a language that I've grown up speaking with my family. Uh, as of about probably one or two years ago, maybe one and a half years ago, Gujarati is a language that I started to put more of a focus on myself personally. Because despite having grown up with this language, I do not speak it anywhere near as fluently as my English or my French or my Spanish. Not to mention prior to last year, I could not read whatsoever, read or write whatsoever in Gujarati. And I felt a little bit silly. I felt silly being able to speak all these languages, but not having a masterful knowledge or not having mastered, quote unquote, my own mother tongue, my own family's tongue, my heritage language, I suppose you could say. So with all of that said, today I was listening to a Gujarati podcast. And when I'm listening to it, I'm understanding probably, I would say, 85 to 90%. I'm understanding a very large percentage of the podcast. There are very, they're, they're younger people in the video, in this podcast, excuse me. They are speaking a very modern kind of Gujarati. They're mixing some English in. Like, it's a very easy, easygoing kind of podcast. Very simple to understand for someone like me, right? Now, the interesting thing for me was there's a moment where I caught myself there are a few moments there are, there were a few moments excuse me where i caught myself thinking like i understood what they just said but i would have a difficult time breaking down exactly what they just said word per word like i would not have been able to pause the podcast and tell you oh this is what they said word per word versus in something like english or french or spanish while thinking about what they said word per word is something that would be difficult it is something that i would be able to do with a reasonable amount of ease. And I'd be able to understand, oh, this is what they said. Here's exactly the sounds they used. Here's how they spelled it because I understand how the, this is how it should be said. This is the grammar, blah, 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 blah. But in Gujarati, in this podcast I was listening to, it, that would have been much more difficult. And the, and what and the reason for that is because my brain, what it's doing when I'm hearing Gujarati, when I was listening to this podcast, when I'm hearing it, I'm hearing enough of what they're saying, the key words, the key sounds. I'm hearing enough to, for me to be able to understand exactly the point they're trying to make. But I'm missing out on small nuances that if I wanted to say the exact same thing, I would struggle. A great example would be, let's use a language like English, because obviously if you've made it seven minutes into this podcast, you obviously speak English. It's like if you understood the new, if you understood that eat was the verb, the action of taking food, putting it in your mouth, chewing and swallowing, if you understood what that word meant, but you didn't understand the nuances of eating versus uh, versus I will eat versus let's say ate or versus eaten, right? There's different forms of the verb eat. And if you don't understand the nuances between them, if I said eating versus eaten versus eat versus eats, right? You're going to understand with context what I was trying to say in that sentence. But for you to reproduce that sentence on your own, you don't have the grammatical knowledge to do that correctly. And while you might say something that the other party understands, 
it's not going to be grammatically correct because you don't have that grammatical nuance to do it correctly. So in Gujarati, I have that challenge. Someone might say, you know, I did my homework in Gujarati. They might say that in the podcast, for example. And I'll, although I understood, I might I might struggle to say that on my own because I don't know, is, is homework a masculine word, feminine or neutral in Gujarati? Gujarati is a language that has genders. So it's difficult for me to figure out, is it, is it masculine, feminine, neutral? Based on the gender, I'm going to have to change the spelling and pronunciation of the verb. I don't know what it is, right? And so things like that. So I realized that a really good thing for language learners, for some language learners to think about, is you have to push yourself to listen more closely. What exactly are people saying word per word, sound per sound? Did you catch that that word was masculine? This word was feminine. This word was not. Oh, did you catch they used the past tense? Oh, they used blah, 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 tense. Oh, interesting. They chose to use this word, this word instead of that synonym because of blah, blah, blah reason. Are you catching the small nuances? It's important for people who want to achieve, uh, let's call it a very fluent, a very, very fluent kind of level. An exercise that I, I actually think that I want to do regarding what I've just been talking about for the past few minutes is I need to find like a Gujarati podcast or something like that or a video or some piece of some form of content. And I have to listen. I have to pay. I have to take a 60 to 60 second, let's say a one to two minute segment from this piece of content that I'm going to listen to. And I have to try and transcribe exactly what they're saying. And then after I transcribe it, I have to be able to look at it and say, do I understand exactly why they said every single thing they said the way that they said it? If there's grammatical points or vocabulary points, if there's anything where I'm unclear, I need to investigate further and ask somebody and think about it and research what the heck is going on so that I can learn. I think this is the practical exercise that would help me. And to be honest, I think it's a practical exercise that can help a lot of language learners as well. So this is definitely something that, that I recommend that you do. Switching gears a little bit and going into my personal life, this is something that occurred to me today. And you know, hopefully this little anecdote can help one or two people who are listening. I am self-employed. I do not work for a company. I don't have a standard nine to five job. I work for myself. My job consists in basically being like a mini language school, like a foreign language school, teaching French, Spanish, and English primarily. And that is basically what I do for work. I work primarily with adults. I teach them languages. I run classes. Um, sometimes I work with kids. And that is the primary bulk of what I do surrounding this nucleus of how I make my money. There's obviously the content that I make, the podcasts, the Instagram stuff, the Facebook stuff, the YouTube videos. There is a lot of local community building that I do around the interest of language learning by hosting conversation events, conversation practice events for language learners, by hosting pub nights, by trying to foster a community, essentially. That is also, that's also surrounding the nucleus, surrounding the the direct activities I do to earn a living for myself, right? So that is my world. Now, when you work for yourself, one insecurity that can often happen, and this is something I've talked about, I would say at least 10 times across the hundreds of podcasts that I've made, maybe more than 10 times, I'm not really sure. One of the insecurities that comes up is money, is making sure that you have everything, you have enough money on a month to month basis. And I am you know, moving forward with the financial goals that I have. 
And at this point in time, I'm happy with how much money I'm earning. That's a good sign. But I also, something I've said various times in the past, you know, I am not necessarily 100% satisfied with what I am earning right now for the long term. I think as I get older and as I want to do different things in my life, you know, I'm probably, you know, I will likely need more money than what I earn currently, right? And because of that, you know, one thing that is, you know, not recently, but throughout the past few years, one thing that's often been on my mind is trying to do what I can to earn more money, to push the amount of money that I'm making, to find other revenue streams, to figure out what can I do to reduce my costs? What can I do? How can I keep growing my own, you know, little self-employed business, this kind of one man show primarily that I currently run. And that's something I've always been trying to problem solve. And that creates a little bit of a mental pressure, at least for me, it's, it's created a little bit of a mental pressure to figure out how can I earn more money and months where maybe I didn't earn as much money, I can feel a little bit of dis I feel a little bit of disappointment of damn, shoot, I didn't earn what I wanted to earn that month. Oh man, that sucks. I gotta do better next month. And there's some mental pressure there. Something has occurred to me, and maybe this is because I have been gone out of Canada for seven weeks. Maybe it's because I just got back from Taiwan. Maybe it's who the heck knows what it is, but it feels really good right now. I have taken a lot of that mental pressure off myself. It's interesting. I still want to earn more money. I still know the financial goals that I have. I still know where I want to end up. I still have, have a very clear picture of that. But a lot of the pressure, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, yeah, pressure is the right word. A lot of the pressure that I had and the self-pressure that I had has been taken off. I think as I kind of psychoanalyze myself, I think it's because I've realized that, oh, I've created something now where I'm going to, I know how to earn the amount of money that I earn now. And this is the amount of money that is good, that is good for me with my current lifestyle. And I figured that out and that's really good for me. I know kind of how that looks and what that needs to look like. And because of that, and I've also realized that what, how do I say this? The stuff I'm doing now is probably not going to be the thing that leads me to the next, to the next plateau. I'm probably going to have to make some kinds of changes. And for some reason, that combination of thoughts has taken pressure off of me. I know that if I just keep doing what I'm doing, I keep building my foundation, I keep working on it, right? And I keep thinking about what do I want to do that's going to be different? What can I do to kind of earn that, earn more money? How can I, and as long as I know, as long as I keep thinking about it, as long as I keep trying things, as long as I just keep going, I'm going to be okay. It's a, it's a bit of a thought process that I've had. And I wanted to share it because it's on my mind and I'm feeling really good about it. But also because I think for a lot of people, whether you're self-employed or not, you know, I, I, I do think that, how do I say this? I think that as long as, as long as you're being very self-aware, as long as you're putting, as long as you're trying to best, you're trying your best to solve whatever you're trying to solve, right? Language related, not language related, finance related, whatever it is, right? As long as you're trying your best to figure that out, right? And at the same time, you're being very self-aware as to what's working and what's not working. And you're always making adjustments based on that. I think that as long as you're very easy, as long as you're following that kind of blueprint, I think you have very good odds of solving 
whatever thing you are trying to solve, right? I think a good analogy would be, a good example of this would be, if you're struggling to, for example, let's use one for me, if I'm struggling to earn more money, well, I'm gonna think about why am I not earning more money? Let's look at it objectively. Oh, this is a problem. I'm spending too much on blah, 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 blah. Okay, let me reduce the spending on blah, 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 blah. Cool, I did that. Huh, that kind of worked. I'm earning more money, but I'm still not there. Why am I not earning more? Like, what's going on? Oh, I don't have enough students. How can I earn, get more students? Let me try this. Oh, that didn't work. He, I, oh, I wonder why that didn't work. It looks like that didn't work because of this. Let me try this instead. Oh, that didn't work. Huh, interesting. Let me try this. Oh, that kind of worked but it kind of didn't, that was weird. Let me try this, ooh, that didn't work at all. I lost money with that. Okay, let me not do that one again. Okay, let me try, and then you try and you try and you adjust, then you think, oh, maybe I need to ask for help. Maybe I don't have the knowledge. You start asking for help, you start Googling, you keep trying different things, right? Eventually, and this is something I've always thought about is, hey, maybe I'll try so many things and eventually I'll realize, man, I've been trying this for four, four five, six, seven years. And I'm still at the same place I was seven years ago. I have not made any progress. Shoot, I'm 31 years old and I've been trying for blah, blah, blah many years and I haven't gotten there. Hmm, maybe I've got to try a different line of work. Maybe I have to try and work for a company. Maybe I have to go do something completely different. Maybe I have to, who the heck knows, right? But I think as long as you're adjusting, you're tweaking, you're being introspective, you're trying to be logical about the decisions, you're weighing out what worked, what didn't work. As long as you're doing that kind of process, I think, I've, I think I'm slowly realizing that eventually you figure it out. Eventually you just do, right? Eventually you find the solution because that's, that's how you solve a problem, I think, right? So I think that's slowly sinking in. Um, and I think, you know, this is getting really heady, but it's, it's something on my mind. I think I've just been realizing how long and short life really is and how, um, at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like matters, but maybe doesn't really matter. It's actually okay. Stuff that we all think is really important, but in the big picture, it's not really important because life is so long. At the end of the day, that's not going to be the stuff that really matters. And at the same time, life is also really is also really short. While we're going to live to the age of 97, 82, 84, 76, however old we live to, the time goes by really fast. Sometimes there's stuff that happens that, you know, we, we couldn't expect. Someone gets hurt in the family, you get sick, there's, you know, fire in the house, there's stuff that we can't really, we can't really control. And a lot of those kinds of thoughts are all going into this one big cake in my mind. And this cake is basically, I'm eating this cake and I'm realizing as I'm eating it, oh yeah, things are okay. Like you just gotta just put your head down, be in your own head, try and be happy, make decisions that make you happy in the short term and the long term, like eat good food, sleep, spend time with your family. If things, if things aren't going well, it's a micro problem. It's never as bad as you think. If things are going well, it's not as good as you think either. It's, I don't know, kind of zen, I suppose you could say, but... That's the kind of mindset that I'm in today. Well, we've been going for 19 minutes and 30 seconds as I'm looking at this uh, as I'm looking at this podcast recording on my phone currently. Um, there's a lot more that's kind of on my mind right now, but honestly, it's about 4:15 p.m. and I have a few other things that probably need to get done. So, yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate your attention, and we will talk. Um, we'll talk very very soon. Bye for now. See you.